You're listening to A Little Nonsense, where the conversation is competitive and the ads aren't real. I'm your host and moderator, Joe Morkle. With me, as always, the Jane Cobb and Shepard book to my Malcolm Reynolds, Sean <laughs> Keller. <laughs> I don't fucking know who any of those people are. <laughs> and Mike Pareto. You goddamn right. I don't know. <laughs> Which one was that? Was that Jane? I have no fucking idea. <laughs> you guys need to watch Firefly, uh, okay? Oh, Firefly. Uh, sure. Yeah. I think I saw the first bow, episode. And bow, then bow, bow, got a horrible I thing. I did see bow. Serenity eventually, <laughs> which is good. Uh, yeah. Serenity makes me sad because that was the end of, you know, that universe. Yeah. And uh, I love the theme to that show, Sean. You shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's terrible, though. This is a little nonsense. Isn't it time you learned a new skill? How about learning to express yourself through art? Since painting on the walls of caves from time immemorial, humans have always found joy and expression through art. And now you can too! Learn to draw now from an online course that can be completed in as little as four weeks. You'll start with the basics, but by week two, you'll have complete mastery of the human form and know exactly how each body part should look while being groped by a tentacle. (laughs) By week three, you'll be able to draw almost anything, like a schoolgirl being sexually assaulted (laughs) by a tentacle monster, or a queen from the European Renaissance being sexually assaulted by a tentacle monster. By the end of the course, nothing will be out of reach. You'll even be able to draw piranha plants with boobs. Wily Coyote and the Roadrunner having sex with each other. Or even Princess Zelda with a huge cock being jerked off and anally penetrated by a tentacle monster. Learn to draw Rule 34. This shit doesn't draw itself. What is with their obsession with tentacle monsters? <laughs> it's it's Japan. I was going to ask who's there, but yeah, obviously it is just Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Man, they they must be super bored over there, right? Why do they got to give? Why do they have to put tentacles in there? They just want as many dicks as they can possibly get at one time. I think is but what why it not, is. Why not just dicks? Because these these tentacles sometimes they're... sometimes Sean, the tentacles are dicks. <laughs> and you know, if you want me to create like a research portfolio for you, just let me know. I just I would I want to know when and how the decision was made to substitute tentacles for dicks 
All right, I will get started on that. <laughs> Thank you. Over the past two days, I've just kind of been, uh, as you said earlier in chat, hyper-hermiting. I think I said 190% gamer-hermit phase. Yeah, well, I was I was gaming, so there's that. Uh, there's just, you know, there's a very special layer of, of hermit. Uh, far beyond what anyone is even now experiencing during the lockdown. Something very few people can achieve. Um, where I, I think at times you actually become invisible. <laughs> having, having manifested your removal from the earth. Light ceases to reflect. Sheer, yeah, through sheer will. <laughs> That's impressive. That's a special kind of lazy. <laughs> I've mastered the art of making my movements so slow <laughs> as to be imperceptible. He's got to be like top three characters in the whole MCU, right? He might be my favorite character. <laughs> and he's and he's like easily the least accomplished actor that they hired. <laughs> he's also the least powerful of any of the Avengers or Guardians <laughs> by far. Hawkeye? Yeah, Black Widow. Mm, yeah. I mean, he's just a big dude, really. So other than those two main Avengers, <laughs> Other than one third of the Avengers, except that we is easily we see we see those two doing far cooler stuff than Drax. Like he, I, yeah, he just leaps in the air with a knife, yeah, and yells and then fails. I mean, basically without fail, that's how what he does. Still hilarious though. Oh yeah, no, he's like I said, he might he might be my favorite character from the entire MCU. Yeah. I, he's probably more powerful than Baby Groot, right? No. Well, not. I'm not talking about <laughs> teenage Groot or 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 adult Groot, but Baby Groot. You don't think he's more powerful than Baby Groot? I mean, Baby Groot saves the day, man. <laughs> I think that's a stretch. I mean, he completely saves the day. He plants the bomb. He sets it. Plants the bomb. <laughs> detonates it. Yeah, he does. He plants the bomb. <laughs> like a tree. Yeah, yes. I'll be right back. I, I I can't find my booze. You know where there's a lot of booze? In my belly. A haunted house. <laughs> That's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that is... You think uh, does does Groot make the rest of his team celebrate Arbor Day? You think? I don't think he. I don't no, think he Arbor knows Day what it is. Arbor Day is an Earth holiday. Yeah. Oh, okay. I was just thinking Quill would be like, "Who gives a shit about Arbor Day?" And then Groot's just like, "I am Groot," and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, man." He's like, "I am Groot." Uh, no, I don't think so because they would write much better lines. <laughs> How much do you think Vin Diesel gets paid to say I am Groot and have it pitched? The pitched answer up? is too much. <laughs> Definitely too much. Why the fuck do they bother? With Vin Diesel. <laughs> he had to have been sleeping with some producer's daughter or something, right? It was probably like That would make me less likely to hire him. It was probably like we're gonna we're gonna get Vin Diesel to be to be Drax and then Dave Bautista uh, audition. They're like, uh, mm, 
never mind. And <laughs> they were like, Vin, uh, we have this other, <laughs> other character that's uh, way, way, way better. Way more powerful. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, see, he's a, he's, a, he's a tree. And uh, does he have any lines? Uh, yeah, he's got one line. I'll do it. <laughs> He says one thing, but it means many things. You have to act the shit out of it. Wink, wink. It's really important. This is going <laughs> to be the hardest acting challenge of your career. Well, see, we were going to give this thing to Dave Batista, but he, he's just not a good enough actor. <laughs> we really need you to do it. He gets this shitty part of Drax <laughs> that nobody likes. It just has to be, has to be in the movie, but... Uh, I don't know. He's got to put on uh, all this makeup. And, uh, it's, a, it's a real pain in the ass. Actually, that, you're going to want this tree thing. That part probably does suck a lot. For sure. Yeah, he's like, his whole body is covered in makeup. Yeah, but he's, I, really, I legitimately think he's the funniest character in the entire MCU. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's, uh, I think you're right. Yeah. It's funny, Maria and I both kind of agree that, like, we we didn't really care to, to see Guardians of the Galaxy when it came out. You know, I think it it, it it became available on Netflix a few years ago. And we're like, you know, let's just uh, let's give it a shot. And we both, Maria especially, just loves, absolutely loves, Gar- like more than any other IP in the MCU, the Guardians is like, just really surprised us with its quality. Yeah, they Marvel's done a really good job uh, with revitalizing in film comic book properties that nobody really gives a shit about anymore. Yeah. Like, nobody gave a fuck about Ant-Man, really, before the movie. Yeah. Uh, Guardians. How many people really gave a fuck about... I mean, uh, there, were, there were a handful, Iron but Iron, Iron Man was not like a top-tier Avenger character. I mean... Sure he was. He was in the Avengers. Well, yeah, he was. Well, but he wasn't anywhere near as popular as, like, Batman. Like, Marvel didn't have anyone in pop culture well, other than Spider-Man. Spider-Man was the only Marvel character. I mean, Spider-Man was just sure. so much bigger than uh, Fantastic Iron Four Man. was bigger than Iron Man. I agree. Yes. Jessica yeah. Alba <laughs> was bigger than Tony Stark for a period of time. Yeah. I mean, the population at large didn't know who the fuck Tony Stark was until the film. Yeah. Well, that could be said of everything except just like the three big ones of Spider-Man, Batman, Superman. Those are the only heroes anybody knew anything about. I, some of the X-Men, too. Maybe. I definitely knew way more about the X-Men than I ever knew about the Avengers. I, I remember when like, yeah. Iron Man, the Iron Man trailer hit... And I, I saw all these pictures online of like the Iron Man comics, and I was like... Who the fuck is this, like, this dude who looks like the Rocketeer with, like, a metal bucket on his head? I was like, this looks stupid. (laughs) You literally didn't know who Iron Man was? No, I wasn't. Dude, the only Marvel stuff that I knew about was Spider-Man and the X-Men. I didn't know about the Avengers. I I had always liked Iron Man just because I thought he looked badass. Like, I really thought he was a cool-looking character. And I, you know, I, I used to collect a lot of the Marvel cards... I've I've always been kind of big into Disgusting. collecting cards, <laughs> and I just I just liked Iron Man. I liked how he looked. I didn't really know too much about him as a character until the film came out, and and I it started as a collection of Spider Man cards. There was like a 1993 series of Spider Man cards that I loved, 
And there were a lot of other characters in there that I had not actually even seen in the comics. And so that's that's sure, what got me. Because they don't appear in Spider-Man comics. And that's what got me interested in some of the other ones. Okay. Do you remember Overpower? No. Oh, I would have thought that would have been right up your alley, just from what I know about you and what you just said. Uh, I want to say it was early 90s. It was a CCG. It was a Marvel mm. CCG. Yeah, no. The fuck they, is a uh, CCG? A collectible oh, card you, game. You've been friends with Pareto like your whole life, and you don't know what a goddamn CCG is. No. Some people call I it, still don't. Some people call it a TCG. Does that help? Oh, yeah, yeah, now I got it. Like magic. <laughs> Cleared it right off. <laughs> like magic. Magic the Gathering is a, is a is Okay, a CCG. so it's a card game. Collectible card game or okay. trading card yeah, game. Yeah, okay, a, yes, I, I know what those are. I just wasn't privy to the acronym. Initialism. That too. No, just that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it's uh, you know, it's it's obviously a game that where the, the the pieces, the cards themselves, are collectible, so they can be valuable on their own. But no, I actually, I uh, now that you're mentioning it, it's kind of vaguely familiar to me. But no, I never, I never got into it. So they had a Marvel version. I'm sure they have a Marvel and a yeah, DC version was, of this. Yeah, uh, it was originally just Marvel characters. They did later also incorporate DC Comics and uh, Image Comics, if I remember correctly. How did that work? Did you just, if whoever got like the Thor card, just won? <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I mean everything had to be balanced. Oh, out. okay. That sounds pretty boring, Sean. <laughs> hey, I don't make the rules, okay? I didn't make Thor so ridiculously overpowered. Stan Lee did that. He is pretty powerful, but compared compared to some of the heroes in the DC comics, he's really got nothing going for him. Sure. And he is uh, Thor is not the most powerful being in the Marvel verse. No, not even close. No. It, no, he's not. It is it is canonically Squirrel Girl. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I, I know you're not. It's so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, fuck Marvel Comics. You're telling me that Squirrel Girl is more powerful than Galactus? Apparently. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Apocalypse. Listen, I don't know. I don't know why it's true, Mike, because I don't read that much into Marvel Comics, but I know that that is a fact. Have there been Marvel DC crossover events in the comics? Yes, there have. How, how have those been? Um, I mean, they're, they're fun. It's not like they do hundred issue arcs, uh, but it it did happen a couple of times. Um, Marvel and DC, you know, decided to, to get along and let their shit cross over. It seems crazy. Like, I, I think nowadays, maybe I'm just so uh, cynical, but I'm like, it just even like the whole like Marvel Spider-Man situation. I'm like, I can't fathom... DC and Marvel being like, hey, forget about money. Let's just do something for the fans. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cons- yeah. You look at Disney and Warner Brothers, and those are two companies that are like, you know what? Screw money. <laughs> we have enough money. Let's just do something fun for everyone. Right. I read, I read something today, and it just flashed across my phone because I get notifications from different websites, and I saw something that said, like, Netflix is now worth more than Disney. That can't be accurate, right? Uh, they could, had to no, be. Can't. Could be. 
I mean, it's... It is. No, it can't. But I mean, Disney, with all the IPs Disney owns, and then theme parks and everything else, like, I can't imagine. I have to look this up real quick. Yeah, I don't know. It depends on how many people are subscribing to Netflix, because I actually think it could be the case. I don't know. That seems pretty far-fetched. Think about think about how much content they produce. I mean, yeah, but Disney owns half of Hollywood now. It's on. It's uh It's on Forbes. Netflix has surpassed Disney. That's insane. It really is. That I I couldn't believe it when I saw the the little thing flash across my phone. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely less surprised about it than you guys are. You know what I find very surprising. Sean, you go to websites that offer to show you notifications and you have clicked yes? Yeah, like news sites and shit. Oh. Oh my god, that's it's gotta be. I don't even know I don't even understand how 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 a person could do that. If I got like twenty notifications a day, I would deactivate some shit. I get like three to five a day. I have apps that will give me a notification per day and i think about deleting those applications i get angry when something notifies me (laughs) even if it's something i care about and want to know i get just irately angry that you feel the need to interrupt my day to tell me (laughs) i think it's worth noting as i'm looking through this article here that it's just very recently that Netflix has surpassed Disney's worth, and I think it's entirely due to coronavirus and the fact that theme parks are closed and everyone's subscribing to Netflix right now. Oh, yeah, that's got to be a great help. Absolutely it is, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, so I'm sure a year from now it's going to well, look Well, I don't very know. I mean, again. if you look at the trend, I think Netflix eventually, if they if they don't fuck up majorly, will definitely be worth more than Disney. Just on a, on a sustainable Maybe. basis, but... It'd be great since they're all big and powerful now. Uh, Netflix, buy DC Comics from Warner <laughs> Brothers. Hey, that's a great idea. <laughs> oh, it would be so good. Oh, that is a great idea. Maybe they should start releasing movies in theaters. That's the like completely antithetical to what they do, though, right? Is that the whole point of Netflix? Is, is They want people to stop going to the movies and watch their stuff at home? I don't see why they can't do both. They could. I guess they could, but I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, they're worth $187 billion. That's so much money. Disney is usually worth like $250 billion, but they dipped down into the 180s in the past six months. Yeah. Joe, do you remember... Do you remember when Netflix like first came out and we were working at Best Buy? You were in media, so... You probably had to, like, pedal that shit, right? To a limited extent, that was really more... I, I want to say that was more of an offer they made at checkout. Because it was... You know, uh, along with subscriptions to Entertainment Weekly. Right. You, but you remember, it was not... I mean, streaming was not even possible back then. Yeah, it wasn't a streaming yeah, service. It was, it like was a, a DVD rental. They would mail you DVDs. And, and yeah. fucking nobody wanted it. <laughs> God, I wish I had invested in those fuckers back then. Yeah, it's amazing that people didn't want it though because why do you want to go to the fucking blockbuster instead of just having shit sent to you? Oh yeah, you just hop on a website, 
the immediacy of it, you know. Yes. I get that wanting to watch the thing right away, but well, that's why Redbox was a was a more successful DVD rental than than oh, Netflix. Yeah. But as soon as streaming was possible, like as soon as the internet supported high quality streaming, Netflix just exploded. I mean, it was like the only one. Fortunately, we locked all of those customers into those MSN service <laughs> agreements. That's right. At four, Before, right, right. Remember, we had a we had a four year contract where you would four year contract where you would get a computer for free. You remember that? Wait, what? What is this? Yeah, we had M- we had an MSN contract, Microsoft. Okay, internet so service. You, you remember? Yeah, you remember. Uh, you remember dial-up internet, Sean? Of course. <laughs> yeah. So MSN had their own service trying to compete with AOL. And at Best Buy, in the late 90s, early 2000s, uh, we were offering contracts in order to get store credit, money off of your purchase. So for a four-year commitment to MSN, you could get a $400 e-machine computer. Yep. So, yeah, so it was just, you know, hey, free computer. Right. And a lot of. Oh, my God. Yes. It was a huge doorbuster like every weekend. Huge doorbuster. And they were signing up for four years of dial up internet service right as all of the infrastructure was being laid for high speed (laughs) internet. So by year two, they were all like, oh. And they were getting absolutely just. God awful computers too. I garbage. Computers. I feel so bad about it now. <laughs> but what they? I mean, did they not realize that they could just they could just open a Best Buy card and finance it, and it would still? No, they couldn't because nobody gets approved for the Best Buy card. <laughs> I got approved, and it destroyed my credit for a decade. <laughs> <laughs> Because because you didn't pay I it. Bought a 30, cause, cause I bought a thirty-two inch television for two thousand dollars. <laughs> That's right. No, I mean this was and I was uh, twenty years old and didn't know what the hell I was doing. But I was like, oh, flat screen TV, huh? Two thousand. That seems reasonable. <laughs> I'll take one credit card, please. That's hilarious. I still have that TV though. It still works. <laughs> That's a solid TV. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is. It's a it's a flat screen, thirty two inch, and it weighs about ninety pounds. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a flat tube. No, 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 no. Oh. It's an LCD. But oh, gotcha. it was like a first gen LCD TV. Yes, like it was because it was it was the big promotion. I got it at Best Buy. The big promotion was it was Super Bowl Sunday. And it was like the first year that these things came out. And I was like, I fucking want one. It's high definition and it's <laughs> it's huge. It's 32 inches. 720p, <laughs> baby. Right. You can go out and get 4K 50 inch for like $400 now. It's just, oh, this thing. Yeah, that's that's what I paid for my TV, and it's fifty five inches. Yeah, yeah. No, I've got, I've since gotten a much nicer television, <laughs> but this TV's in my bedroom though. It's our bedroom TV. I remember that. So basically, your credit was ruined because you just didn't pay for it. Yeah, well, it was because I was young and stupid, and the interest the interest rates were also horrible. 
Well, uh, store cards always are. Yes. So, I mean, it was partially yeah, Best Buy's fault. Of course, it was completely just me not knowing how to manage money because I was... I, totally. No one, no one should give a 20-year-old a fucking credit card. Um, I mean, okay, so we, least, got, you know. we have a Best Buy. We use our Best Buy card all the time. They have zero interest on everything for like... I mean, uh, Mike, Mike, you're almost 40. Right, you know, you know how to you know how to manage your money. <laughs> I had, well, I had a Best Buy card when I was working at Best Buy too. Yeah, you know, twenty uh-huh. fucking years ago, almost. We get it. You're better than Sean. <laughs> no, I just I don't want to put down the Best Buy card. I think it's actually quite good. No, you're putting down Sean. <laughs> I'm used to it. It's fine. <laughs> I, I actually I have no problem with store cards now either. I, I even though I'm not as fond of the company as I used to be, I still use my Newegg store card all the time. Yeah. It, no no interest financing and usually free shipping is just fucking rad. No interest is fucking awesome if you pay it off before. It's basically a free loan. Yeah, same as cash. Yeah. Yeah, you just you just pay less up front. Precisely. Yeah, I like them. I like credit cards now, <laughs> but uh, 15 years ago, uh, I did not know what to do. Yeah, with them. I also I also had problems in my late teens, early 20s. I'm right there with you, Sean. But you liked that TV yeah. that you got. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I could have I could have <laughs> tossed this television a number of times, uh, but I I'm just like I fucking spent two thousand dollars on this thing. <laughs> I'm, never, I'm never getting rid of it until it explodes. <laughs> The early the early tech had very surprising longevity. I yeah. I mean, I had a 15 inch LCD uh, computer monitor made by NEC, which you know was Mitsubishi. That thing kept working until maybe four years ago. Nice. Wow. Yeah, that's almost a 20 year run for a monitor. That's amazing. I had. I, I mean, I was an early adapter of LCD monitors. I had a four to three aspect ratio ViewSonic 15 inch <laughs> LCD that I think it cost me like six hundred dollars. I when I started working at Best Buy, it was like between yeah. four and six hundred dollars, and it was worth every penny to me because it was like nobody had LCDs at the time. It, mm-hmm. it was just it was awesome. What was your first big ticket purchase when you worked there? Uh, let's see. First big ticket purchase was, uh, what are we qualifying as a big ticket purchase? I'm going to say above $300. If that's the case, then it was probably a Palm 5. Bought a Palm 5. I had wanted one for so long. And like, I spent, I swear to God, my first two paychecks, I was like, fuck it, I'm getting one. And I got it. And it was and it was completely useless, and I hated it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Palm, Palm OS was shit. Yeah, I did nothing with that thing. <laughs> That's hilarious. I just thought it was neat, you know. My first big ticket item was a twenty-seven inch Sony Wega CRT television. I remember that TV. That thing, mm-hmm. that thing was pretty dope. Of course you do. Yeah, because I had it. It, I had it an obscenely long time. First of all, because it kept working. It's a good TV. But second, because it's it was too heavy to move. <laughs> yeah, those <laughs> things. And we used to have to pull them down from the top fucking shelf over stock <laughs> oh, on a ladder. And they were like they were like a hundred plus pounds. <laughs> oh, it. I'm I'm pretty comfortable in saying it was almost two hundred. 
<laughs> that thing was obscenely God. heavy. A lot of glass. I mean, I don't, I don't know. They would have had to make glass out of dwarf star matter <laughs> for it to be that heavy. Regular glass does not weigh that much. But the glass on those things is deceptive. It's like it's like three inches of glass on some of those TVs. <laughs> well, that TV must be bigger on the inside like a fucking TARDIS, and there are like nine feet of glass for how fucking heavy those TVs were. Yeah, they were dense. And it was all it was entirely front heavy. So there was just no good way for, for two people to carry that because it, it was gonna just start leaning. We used to downstock and I remember in well in, in computers we had the, the monitors that were kind of the same, you know, like the, the big Sony flat screen not flat screen well, technically flat screen CRT monitors. Yeah. And we would we would just tilt them at an angle and slide them down the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, we did. Absolutely, I did that with everything. Nobody's carrying that shit down the ladder. Fuck no. So dangerous. I mean, hopefully, although not always, but hopefully you had someone, you know, on the other end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. At the bottom, yeah, at the bottom of the the rolly stairs. Sometimes you didn't. Sometimes you didn't. You just let it go. Yeah. So if anyone got uh, broken computer monitors (laughs) from the Aurora Best Buy in the early 2000s. Sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Our bad. (laughs) Yes, the apology must match the time period in which the transgression occurred. My bad. (laughs) Exactly. This week for our segment, we're going to May... And I have sort of a a hypothetical question that I hope sparks some discussion in the realm of nerdery. So, Sean, what is this hypothetical question brought to us by? Are you a compulsive shoplifter? Have you driven your vehicle while intoxicated, hit a few cars, and then driven away without leaving a note? Did you or someone you know accidentally kill a lady? (laughs) No matter what seemingly illegal activity you've been involved in, everyone needs someone to talk to. And with churches around the country being asked to close their huge doors due to COVID-19, you need someplace you can turn to. So call 1-800-NOT-COPS today and confess (laughs) to all of your crimes. You'll feel instantly better getting that horrible weight off your shoulders. And best of all, you'll remain completely anonymous. Because after stating your full first and last names for the record, or our records, we won't tell anyone. It's not like we're cops or something. I mean, if we were, we'd have to tell you, right? You've seen movies. So for a free consultation with our trained confession office specialists, just give us a call and stay on the line for at least 90 seconds. 1-800-NOT-COPS. You can trust us. We're totally not cops. <laughs> yeah, I don't buy it. I, I don't know. It sounds, I'm di- le- sounds I'm legit. I'm now. It sounds legit. <laughs> you know, I have to wonder how many people that would actually catch. I think it'd be disappointing. Oh, so huge. many people. Yeah. I just called them and told them I was going to kill the president. Of the United States? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> of my glee club. Oh, well, that guy's a dick. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You're talking about Saddam Hitler. <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. The, yes, the Time Lord, Saddam Hitler. 
president of my glee club. <laughs> this guy runs a real tight glee club, I'll tell you that. <laughs> he must. <laughs> Not much glee in the glee club these days. Not when you're worried about genocide. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys, I have a question for you. If an actual superhero started operating in the world today, do you think that would be a good thing? Interesting question. I, as much as I would love to say that it would be awesome, I I just... I can't get around the fact that there'd be no way to tell what their true intentions were or if they were good or bad or, I mean, the world's so complicated, there's really nobody who's good or bad. So, uh, you know, is this a humanoid? Or is it, I'm sorry, is it a human? Is it an alien? Um, what are their intentions? I, I feel like the the bad outweighs the good or the unknown outweighs the good sure the potential you know i I mean if someone were capable of awesome destruction uh and they had a bad day or they had ill intent um that's just it's it's almost like nuclear proliferation like you i don't know i i wouldn't want someone running around free who has that kind of awesome power at their disposal Yeah. yeah sure so much like uh, Batman didn't trust Superman initially, uh, you would you would have problems with there being an almost godlike being operating in the world. I guess it would help to have more information. If it were more of a Batman type vigilante, I would feel better than if it were a super. Oh sure, you know, I mean that's someone, someone you relate to. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about. A fucking Superman. Yeah, yeah, no, mm-hmm. that would scare the shit mm-hmm. out of me. I would not sure. welcome that. Yeah, Mike. No, I I agree totally. Uh, you can't trust. I mean, first of all, there you have to look at it from a few different angles. the The fact that this guy, this person, woman, whatever, has these powers. I'm I'm assuming that this person has had these powers since they were young, right? We don't know. Uh, let's just say that they do. How does that affect your development? How could you possibly be a normal, functioning human being, mm-hmm. if it's a human being mm-hmm. at all? And then we have to completely trust in their uh, judgment at all times. Because sure. there's just no way to hold them accountable. Yep. And you can't have... Uh, this kind of power without any accountability whatsoever. And we would need to find, if if we could find a way to hold this person accountable, then I might be more comfortable with it. But um, I just can't, you know, the comics are always very optimistic about the heroes. Well, well, okay. So not always, but that's, that's only something someone who's never read the comics (laughs) would say. It's except for, you know, Every single episode of the X Men, where everyone wants mutants to go away. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You see, that's that's not true. That uh, the optimism I'm talking about is the actual writing of the character and their sure. their innate their innate goodness. And they the, the, sure the world is against them, but they know within themselves that they're not going to do anything wrong. But that's just totally unrealistic. I mean, we have no way of knowing 
whether they also don't know that. I'm I'm just going to throw that out there. We we have no way of knowing whether somebody with with all this power is truly going to serve justice all the time. So in a in a in a couple, I'm just I just have to shoehorn this in in a in a in in, in multiple instances of uh, DC Comics continuity. Superman relinquishes kryptonite to Batman, uh, usually in the form of a kryptonite ring, because he realizes there needs to be a check on him. Yes. Which is a very great, well, that, awesome thing to do. That would make me feel a lot better totally. about it. Having, right. Batman, to me, like Sean said, not not a true superhero, but... No. In terms of having powers. But... I would I would be much more inclined to trust a Batman because he can be there are ways to hold Batman accountable. That requires you to actually know that Batman isn't super powered though, which right. in in universe they don't. Well if but but if the United States Army decided to take on Batman like they could, right? Sure. But I if mean, they decided maybe, to take on Superman, they could I mean, not the problem, is, the problem is that a lot of uh, military hardware is using Wayne technologies. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I think uh, Batman just would never... He doesn't pose that big of a threat no, he would. Him. No, he would never engage in that fight. That's just, that's Batman just not is happen. a much bigger threat than Superman. No, but he the, the, there'd be no reason for the a military to go up against Batman. And like he's never given them a reason to, to my knowledge. He's never posed that big of a threat. Well, you should read The Dark Knight Returns. Anyway, the big the big factor the big factor is I think accountability because if we have no way of holding a superhero accountable, then how could we possibly trust him? I think trust is irrelevant because you have no choice. But that's a that's a great point though is that isn't trust being able to trust someone without there being countermeasures in place like isn't that, that the whole is, point of trust that is trust that is so that, it's like that you're saying trust. that it's conditional trust which is sort of which is not really trusted right all. well i don't think i don't, <laughs> Tru- I don't trust believe but that, verify isn't trust i don't i don't think you can trust a being that that exists on a different level on a different plane if you're, well, if, you're trusting somebody, if you're trusting somebody, <laughs> they, they have essentially all the same advantages, disadvantages, weaknesses, and accountabilities that you have. You don't know my life. I don't mean to get all into weird subjects, but I mean, every religion is based on trusting a deity or someone who possesses abilities far beyond your own. Believing in absence of evidence. Uh, right. You're talking about faith. You have to have faith. That so that's the, trust, really, is blind. Oh, absolutely. Trust is faith, yeah. Here's some other things that I thought of. These are, these are cons. Uh, I worry that there being a superpowered individual in the world would be so distracting to everybody that no one would pay attention to real issues anymore. <laughs> I mean, think about peop- how people lose sight of things just for, like, the Kardashians or Vanderpump rules. If there's somebody that could like catch a missile in midair and stop a country from being bombed, that'd be some distracting shit. Well, I I think we're seeing that like now, I mean, we're with, with the rise of, of P 
people like Donald Trump, for example. The, totally. the media just imagine, doesn't stop Imagine covering. if yeah. Donald Trump had superpowers. That yeah. would be really distracting. We would never cover anything else. No, that would that would be that would be every headline forever. Yeah. But also it's I, I see it as uh you're saying that that's a bad thing. But yes. the but the the entertainment part of my brain says like, "Oh, there's a an enormous kaiju off in the distance destroying buildings. That's fucking awesome." Oh my god, there's a guy mm-hmm. catching missiles and I get to see him and he's real. Like there's a you know, oh, I mean, yeah, it's massively entertaining, but right. you're not you're no longer paying attention to the fact that, you know, elected officials are fucking you. Right. Well, <laughs> but I mean, would it matter that they are fucking me if there's a dude who could just like rip all of them in half in like yeah, 10 seconds? <laughs> you don't know that he's going to. Well, that's what I mean, though, is that like isn't the more important thing the superhero at that point like if you have someone with the ability no, just because you have like this amazing thing to look at or worry about doesn't mean that the other worries go away he, yeah like, he's that not, shit's this still there not gonna, he's not gonna be able to even if he were a superman type figure solve all of your personal problems or your financial right. problems no, i'm not suggesting i'm not suggesting he is i'm just saying that like but he's gonna if, distract you from them Exactly. If I were going to be worried about something, I'd be much more worried about the guy who could destroy the earth than I am the guy who's like inch by inch taking away my civil liberties. Whether that's right or wrong, I guess I, is, I, I agree. It's wrong. You, yeah. you would be, and I think that's wrong, and that's a problem. That's the problem. Because the chances yeah. of him actually impacting your life compared to your local congressman is very limited. I guess exactly. So. Yeah. The other problem I have noted down is having an actual superhero would be it, it's possible that it would create a need in people to become a supervillain. Oh. Hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, like Joker doesn't exist without the Batman. If there's a Superman in the world, somebody might decide that they need to be a counter to that uh, or up their game, you know, an arms race of sorts. Yeah, yeah. For so sure. you'd end up having billionaires, for example, sure. trying you to find have a Lex way Luthor to, type. Yeah, to maybe like to have maybe a like power Batman, suit. right? You know, po- with, with like a uh, an alien rock that is the weakness. Of, of the superhero? Or, you know, it, it might not be that elaborate. Uh, it might be something more like the governments of the world trying to create their own super soldiers to create checks on the hero. So they start doing some crazy men who stare at goats shit, trying to make people have powers. Yeah. Well, it's funny, isn't it? I mean... I, Iron Man 2 gets shit on a lot for being a weak movie, but that's well, like that's the only whole, because it's terrible. Well, but the whole there's a whole plot, if not the whole plot, is all about Tony Stark has this power and yeah, no one else in the, the world plot. has it, and he needs to give it to the rest of the world so that they can hold him accountable. Because well, that thread kind of carries through for several films. It does in in the the, the Soviet Accords and everything else. And there are better. They, they tackle it better, I think, in later like Civil War, for right. example. But this isn't. But this isn't. I mean, even in the Superman movies, I feel like they've explored. I mean, no one. There, there's a lot of people who don't trust 
uh, Superman. I mean, there, this is not like a new subject, but I feel like in totally. movies, though, in movies, we're so enamored with the good guy or we know that they are the good guy already that it's not really posed in a way that we're giving it equal time. We're sort of just like, oh, come on. Like, it's Tony Stark. Just let him well, have the technology. Is, this is J. Jonah Jameson's entire impetus, right? Yes, yes. And But he's like a bad guy to us. Well, yeah, because we know that we know for a fact that Peter Parker is a good guy. Right. right. You know, we have knowledge that the rest of the people in the universe right. in the comic do not because we hear his inner monologue. Right. And from that perspective, it makes somebody like J. Jonah Jameson look like an asshole. And he is an asshole, right. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he, if I mean, if you play the Spider-Man game <laughs> right. and you're listening to J.J.'s podcast, uh, there, there is no, <laughs> there's no redeeming quality in the man. No, but, but he, it, it makes sense that he would be, and other people like him, other media, oh, totally. would be, would be going after Spider-Man in that this way. This actually leads into my next question perfectly. If an actual superhero were going to start operating in the world today, would you want to be that person? Yeah. <laughs> would you want to take that? Would, <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, that's the discussion. Uh, I could. I, I, why is that, Mike? I, I can trust myself. I know that much. You can. Yes. Yeah. Therefore, would, would I be the one most willing to handle it? Probably. Yeah. I. I well, well, think about all the shit you just said about somebody else. Yes. And imagine. Everyone in the world thinking that of you. I, you know, I get that, yes, but it doesn't matter because I'm the superhero. <laughs> <laughs> also, there's a lot of there's a lot of unknowns here. I mean, there's you know, depending on what your powers are or how well known you are, are you able to disguise yourself? Can you have a, a secret identity? Can you are are your powers as such that you don't care? that the rest of the world fears you because you can just fucking take what you need and go live on For an island somewhere. For the sake of argument, we're going to say that you are a Superman. All right. So, so I mean, you could just throw on some glasses, <laughs> go yeah, work yeah, in a newspaper. Well, like, like I said, you could, I, I know that I can trust myself. I'm not going to do the wrong thing. I believe that. And, and in the same way, we're talking about, you know, J. Jonah Jameson and his criticism of, of Spider-Man. And, Spider-Man endures it, and we support Spider-Man for doing that because we know that he's doing the right thing. And it's just a, it just comes with being a superhero, taking that kind of criticism, and and being, you know, some people will like you, some people will hate you, and that's just part of the game. But at least you know, totally. At least you know that it's you, and it's not somebody you can't trust. Sean, same question. Yeah, no, I mean, for for mostly the same reasons, um, I would definitely want to be the superhero. Uh, it would it would be better than it would just be better than not being the superhero. You know what I mean? I mean, like all, all of the. Oh, fear. I totally know what you mean because yeah. my reasoning for wanting to be the superhero would just be that'd be fucking rad. Well, that'd yeah, I mean, fun. so yeah. it'd be really cool to be one, but also you get to subtract all of the fear and anxiety that comes with not being the guy and, and looking oh, yeah. out the window and seeing that guy. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's almost like being famous. Like, you know, there are certain celebrities who talk about the hardships of fame, but there's also a lot of really, really great parts of being famous. Totally. I agree. Uh, I have one fo- more follow-up question. 
assuming that you have a secret identity, who in your life would you tell knowing that that knowledge puts them in danger? This is a common theme in comic books. And I'm posing it to you now. Mike? <laughs> You're going to choose me to go first. I'm I'm kind of drunk at this point in the show, so <laughs> well, then I'm I, just going to people arbitrarily. I, I trust both of you, and I would tell both of you. Oh. Both of you. I, I appreciate that. And I, because I need to have somebody to talk to it about. Or talk about it too. I yeah, I, I, I wouldn't want to put Maria in danger. I I don't like the idea of putting you guys in danger, but at the same time, I feel like you're you know you, you can take care of yourselves. You know I I actually was going to say the exact same thing before Mike said that. So so you would tell you would tell the two of us, but not your wife. Yeah, I, for the same reason that Mike said. I, I wouldn't, I mean, if I told my wife, then that brings any negativity not only to my house, but to the other people who live in my house. I've got two daughters. Um, yeah. I, you know, I, I've got a dog. I don't want anything bad to happen to my dog. Yeah, no, I, me neither. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't care if I'm, Mike's dog I'm, gets hurt. I'm actually very surprised. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm actually very surprised, especially Mike, that you feel you could keep this from Maria. It'd be awful. It would be. It would suck. But you know, it's 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 a question of of doing of doing the right thing, and I. I I would not. I just absolutely could not even contemplate putting Maria in danger. I just can't possibly think about doing that. And I know that you guys wouldn't, if it came down to it. If you sure. if you knew about me, I know that for a fact that you guys would just take that to the grave. Yep. Conversely, I would not tell either of you. You keep it to yourself. Well, here's the thing. Mike can't keep a secret to save his life. Oh, God. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. I love you, but you're not a good liar. And All right. And I know within a week of me telling you, your wife would also know, and then her whole family would know. Well, now what about me, though? I'm a good liar. You could (laughs) never keep this from Mike. That's you could true. lie to you could lie to everyone in your life, but you would not be able to keep this from Mike for more than a month or two. Oh man. I don't think we've ever mm. had stakes like that, Joe. That's true. I don't think that's I fair. Mean, lives have never been on the line for us before, no, no. which is good. It is good, yeah. But I th- you know, not having anything to go off of for stakes that high. I, I I feel like I should hedge my bets. Fair, fair <laughs> enough. That is fair, yeah. Now, you know, in the future, if you show to me that you can handle a secret of that magnitude... <laughs> was, this, was this whole conversation leading to this moment? <laughs> leading to... <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe Listen, Joe already guys, has some I can, powers. I can fly, and I yeah. just... Uh, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the right time to tell you. I was. I will say that my uh, my initial thought and still my thought is that I would tell you to. But if I had a plan B or an option number two, it would be just to keep it entirely to myself. Because yes. there's no, there's no version of this where I'm telling uh, you know anyone else other than you two 
Uh, it's yeah, pretty much no. just I get, myself. I get that. that would be so hard to If do. I was going to tell anyone, it would probably be the two of you. It would be incredibly hard to not tell somebody. Yes. You gotta have somebody just to vent about exactly, the weird exactly. shit that you're doing yeah. that no one else could relate to. I caught a rocket today. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, you got the good, but also... I almost died today because of this guy who found some weird rock that emits a radiation that only affects me. Right. It's so weird. Yeah, you got to be able to. You got to be able to talk about it. Somebody. You you do. I mean, if if any one of the three of us doesn't, it's me, and I still feel like I would need someone to vent to. Okay. This week for our game, we're going to Sean. Sean, what have you got for us? Well, I'm sticking with this very superhero intensive episode that we've got going here. Oh, I uh, love it. Good. I have I- impossible subjective superhero ranker trivia. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's so many things. It is. What is this impossible subjective superhero ranker trivia brought to us by? Looking to make some easy money? Sure, everybody's looking to make a little extra cash right now. Well, how would you like to sit on your couch, crack open a cold one, and simply watch TV for hours and hours and hours, and get paid? Well, now you can, with Netflix. (laughs) Your favorite shows with six hours of unskippable commercials per episode. Sure, it it disables all of your other devices, but hey, you're watching TV for $9 an hour. Oh, God. It's true that we install an eye-tracking device that uses advanced biometrics to identify you by your retinas and monitor you to determine whether you're paying attention, but hey, again, it's TV. (laughs) And yes, it's also true that the retina trackers cause cancer almost immediately. And of course, Jesus. <laughs> yes, the, the only shows available are Bravo shows. Oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> it can work. But fuck you, Netflix. Free money. <laughs> Back to you, Sean. Ah, thanks, Mike. All right, guys. So, impossible subjective superhero ranker trivia. It's just as simple as it sounds. Uh, what, oh, God. What I, what I did was I, I. Are you guys familiar with ScreenRant.com? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's a great website, ScreenRant.com. They had an article up that caught my eye, uh, and it was 10 superheroes other than Batman who could beat Superman. So what I did was I took their list, and then I tweaked it a little bit uh, to come up with the top 10, in my opinion, with my knowledge of superheroes, both Marvel and DC, top 10 superheroes... Uh, who are capable, in my opinion, of defeating Superman. Uh, I have numbered them, one through ten. The most likely guess that I would give is awarded one point. The most obscure answer that I would give is worth ten points. So they are worth one through ten points for a total of 55 possible points. And you two are going to go back and forth, uh, naming a superhero... I I have a question. Do you know any obscure heroes? Well, so that's the thing. So I have kept obscure heroes off this list to make it a little bit easier. Uh, So you won't see the likes of the Spectre or Sentry. 
Uh, I don't know who those guys are, but... Uh, <laughs> I can tell you a lot about the Spectre, and that's a good call. According to Screen Rant, those two were capable of beating Superman. So I replaced Absolutely. those two. I replaced them and a couple other ones uh, with just some people that I thought could beat Superman. Just just an interjection, because I can't help myself because I'm drunk. <laughs> the, the Spectre is a spirit of God's vengeance. And I mean God's vengeance. So, the God. The God. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, he could take Superman down. He can rewrite reality. Right. But so the, the reason that this is uh, impossible and subjective is because it's not according exactly to the Screen Rant list. I have uh, substituted some names. So this list is literally just people Sean thinks could take sure. down subjective. Superman. Correct. Subject- so you two need to use your trigger. knowledge of my biases uh, oh God. When, when answering these questions. But again, the more obscure name that you think I would give, the higher the point total possible. Again, I don't think you could give an obscure name. Well, obscure in the grand scheme of things uh, is what I mean. <laughs> so any, in any event, uh, I'm going to flip a coin to see who goes first here. Um, okay. Joe, since you are the moderator, why don't you call heads or tails? Uh, heads. Okay. I just Googled coin flip online and Google actually has a coin. <laughs> Google has a coin flipper. It says tails. They do. Okay. So Mike, would you like to go first or would you like Joe to go first? I will happily go first. All right, Mike. Well, I... Oh, I'm sorry. I have to say one more thing. This is 10 supers other than Batman and Doomsday who could defeat Superman. So no Batman, no Doomsday. Okay, Go well, ahead, Doomsday Mike. wasn't going to make my personal list, so... He was. Good. He would have been my number one because he did defeat Superman. <laughs> exactly. That's why he and Batman are not on the list. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, so just uh, top of my personal list would be Professor X. All right, Professor X is not on my list. That's disappointing. It's also worth mentioning that uh, most telepaths have problems with the Kryptonian brain. Well, Mike, why do you think, I was going to say, why do you think Professor X could beat Superman? Well, before Joe said that, (laughs) (laughs) the most powerful telepath could beat anybody. That's totally true. Any human, perhaps. Sure. Yeah, sure. Okay, Joe. Every every telepath in at least DC Comics has problems controlling uh, Kryptonians, except for during Final Crisis when Maxwell Lord finds uh, he eventually gains. You remember Kilgore from? Uh, he appeared in like uh, Jessica Jones on Kilgrave. Netflix. Kilgrave, yes, Kilgrave, thank you. Yeah. I I I can't do Marvel. Um, he, he has powers similar to Kilgrave and actually takes control of Superman for a time. Damn. Interesting. Yeah, it's super scary. It's fucked up. All right, Joe, your guess. Uh, well, you've got all manner of people. You, you excluded Doomsday, but that also tells me that villains are on the table. So mm, did you say Lex Luthor, Sean? I did not. Okay. That's acceptable, because he never really did. So after one round, we are zero to zero. Mike, it's back to you. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe, Joe, I would ask why you think Lex Luthor could defeat Superman. It's going to go on but forever. I think we it's just gonna... are all aware of why <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he could, yeah. Yeah, um, well, I... Uh, I'm going to say 
based on your love of this particular character, you probably would have included him, and I will say that is Iron Man. Iron Man is on the list. He is in my number one spot, which means uh, you get one. You get one point. So Mike. what we're saying is that this is a <laughs> list. <laughs> Wait a minute. It's all subjective. Wait a minute. Right. It is, yes, it is subjective, and our our listeners are going to wonder what word I could have possibly censored there, Joe. <laughs> um, but so that is my number one, though, Joe. That means that it's only worth one point. So he is the least likely of the ten that I listed to defeat Superman. I see. So, so he's not. It's not that he's he's not my number one candidate. I, he's I my see. number ten, which means he's worth one point. Okay. Your your turn, Joe. Okay. Um. All right. Let's see. What would Sean come out? I with? did. I did also go according somewhat to the Screen Rant list. So it's not just my stupid biases. Yeah, but they would have had to be names that you knew, or you either would have excluded them or done research. This did is true. you do any research? I read up on some that I were I was less familiar with. Sure. Oh no shit. Well, I'm gonna say this because it's true. And not necessarily because you would have picked this person. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman is in my number two spot. Hell so yeah. that is two points to Joe. Or rather, she's in my number nine spot. Sure. So she's worth two points. So, Joe two, Mike one. It's back to Mike. Uh, well... Uh, I'm sorry. I, I do want to give. I want to give Joe the opportunity, if he would like to, to express why he believes Wonder Woman is capable of defeating Superman. No. They fought. They fought you're many ask, times. You're asking me if I want to talk about DC <laughs> characters. Well, concisely. Yeah, let's, let's is there a concise, a concise? Concise. Concisely. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, in in the most concise manner that I am capable, uh, Diana is a demigoddess with almost identical powers to Superman minus like the breath and the heat vision. But a very important thing to note is that she has no weakness. Very important. Yes, that is important. Yeah. <laughs> Superman has kryptonite. Diana does not. She also has access to magic, which is, uh, this is something true. that Superman is somewhat weak against or not prepared for. I found yeah, Superman has no defense against magic. Well, it's interesting that you say that, because my next guess was going to be Doctor Strange. You guys are on a roll here. Doctor Strange is next on my list, which means he's worth three points. That's weird. <laughs> Mike, That's really weird. <laughs> I, I, I've got Iron Man 1, Wonder Woman 2, Strange 3. So, Mike, you lead now four points to two. Joe, we're back to you. Along the same lines as Mike, oh God. I'm going to go with the DC counterpart and say Dr. Fate. Dr. Fate is not on my list. Oh, you son of a bitch. I, I'm sorry. I, it, was, <laughs> it was between him and the weather wizard, and I just couldn't decide. <laughs> no. Um, See, Joe, this is a situation where I, I think that you're... Your knowledge is actually a disadvantage because it's, it's, <laughs> no, because in this moment, in this moment, I completely agree with you. I, I've never his heard counterpart of to me, like to me, his counterpart in terms of his power, is closer in line to 
one of the lanterns. The, let's say the green lantern. Is that your guess, Mike? Yes. I don't, I don't even understand what you're saying. What I'm saying right is that now. he can conjure essentially anything he wants using the power of the ring, which is very similar yeah. to a lot of the things that Doctor Strange can do. Power-wise, very similar. The ring isn't magic, though, unless you're reading the Golden Age comics. All right. The Green Lantern is next on my <laughs> list, worth, worth four oh, points. Oh, God. Right behind Doctor Strange. So four more points go to Mike. Mike leads eight to two. But these points, <laughs> the, the, the ones that we have left here are the five through ten spots. So it's still anybody's game. Joe, you are next. Okay. Who, who can beat Superman? I mean, so many people that apparently you're not considering. <laughs> well, that's why it's um, impossible. Uh, it's impossible and subjective. And subjective yeah. <laughs> All right, I gotta try to think like Sean. That's yes, <laughs> that's so the sorry. name of the game. It's subjective <laughs> trivia, right? This really hurts. <laughs> it can't be that hard. Mm. You should be turning more things off than on. Yeah, but they don't want to go off. <laughs> you're not meant to turn off parts of your brain except when you're sleeping. Um, that's my secret cap. I'm always sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> That's more believable um, right, than being always let's angry. Let's say I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Marvel because I feel like that's just gonna come up more for you, and say the Incredible Hulk. The Incredible Hulk is on my list. He's in the number seven spot, so he's worth okay. seven points. Fantastic. That puts Joe ahead nine to eight. That's a big one. And I would say I'm pretty split between Marvel and DC at the moment uh, in terms of the remaining selections. Uh, we have uh, five unguessed answers. And we go back to Mike. Mike, you trail eight points to Joe's nine. Oh, boy. Um, and I chose, I mean, Hulk, by the way, was not on the original list, but I chose no, him of course be- not, because, because be- he's... But he's ridiculously strong, and I feel like if you go on to any other planet that doesn't have the sun, then he can hold his own against Superman. Yes, if if you're specifically saying a planet with a red sun, then the Hulk would wipe the floor with him. Well, there you go. Uh, That's okay. why he's in my seventh spot. <laughs> well, uh, based on something that we discussed earlier, I'm going to say Thor. Well, he's not a super villain. No, he's not. <laughs> uh, no. But he is on my list. He's in the number. F- he's in the number five spot, right behind the Green Lantern. So five more points go to Mike. That takes his eight to a thirteen. Marvel's Thor would never beat Superman. I mean, he's a I, demi. I agree though with Joe. I don't think he would. I, <laughs> you don't, I just based on what you said earlier about him being the most ridiculously overpowered superhero. I just had to I had to bring him in there. No, Mark. Mike, I give you props for your guess, but Sean, you're a goddamn idiot. I, you know what? I maybe we should debate this <laughs> in a later date. But I, 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 I would be interested to do more research. I think Thor could probably Not under the right chance. circumstances. Okay, <laughs> under the right well, circumstances a- with a kryptonite hammer. <laughs> yes, is this also happening on a planet that does not have a yellow sun? All right, all right. 
I could beat Superman on a planet that doesn't have a yellow sun. <laughs> the, re- the remaining four names on this list, I feel like you're going to have a real hard time arguing against Joe. It's up to you now. You trail Mike 13 points to nine. Okay. Uh, I'm going to have a hard time arguing against, huh? That's what I think. Have you met me? <laughs> um, Good point. I think he'll have a time of his life arguing against. Oh, I will be erect the entire time. <laughs> That's my secret, Cap. I'm always, <laughs> I'm always, I'm always erect. <laughs> yeah, we've been meaning to talk to you about that, Bruce. Uh, it's very distracting. <laughs> okay, depending on iteration, Supergirl is actually stronger than Superman in some iterations, in some timelines. Mm. Yeah. Supergirl. Or her uh, her Earth 2 counterpart, Power Girl. Well, you said Supergirl. I did. Uh, but neither of them is on my list. Okay. There is a girl on my list. Well, there's at least two, because I said Wonder Woman. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. So, Mike, we're back to you. You lead 13 to 9. There is a girl, you said. So, therefore... There are four names remaining. Yes, I just have to... You just gave me such a big clue there. Me as well. That I have to say Cap- Captain Marvel. Hmm. She is uh, extremely powerful in the MCU, no doubt yeah. about it. However, on this list, she did not make the cut. Uh, that's interesting. I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry to every woman listening. It's <laughs> uh, a little surprising, but uh, okay. Yeah. No, well, she wasn't on the screen rant list, and I didn't decide to add her. So So Thor, yes. Captain Marvel, no. Just uh, making a note of that. <laughs> yeah, make your note. It's up this to Joe list now. Makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Joe, you um, asked us the volume of water on Earth. I don't want to hear it. It's up to you. <laughs> fair enough. I'm going to say I'm going to go back to magic and combine that with that there is another woman on the list and say uh Zatanna Zatara. Ooh. Well, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Son of a bitch. So, no. <laughs> yeah, All right. Uh, I, you're right. You're, I know you're who right. It is. Like my knowledge, my knowledge of comics is not helping it's, me. It's not. We're back to Mike. I know. I, 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 it has to be. It absolutely has to be the Scarlet Witch. <laughs> well, my uproarious laughter means it's not what? the Scarlet Witch. Easily the most powerful Avenger. Perhaps. Easily the most powerful Avenger. Perhaps. Perhaps she is. No, no, like, for sure she is absolutely the most powerful <laughs> Avenger. Well, she's she's not powerful enough to be on my list. Okay. Well, you're wrong. Our, our, <laughs> score, our score stands Mike 13, Joe 9. I don't know how many more rounds you guys want to go. Um, I think this is your game, so you should decide. Oh, I'm happy to go until you guys get all remaining four answers. I'm going to say... That you would come up with Rogue. Oh, God. Mm. <sighs> Rogue is not on my list. Dude, 
What did you make this list out of? I'm not going for a woman. I told you exactly where I got my list from. No, no. You told me where you got the idea for the list, and then you put your own shit into it. So, basically meaningless. I changed two, maybe three names out of this top ten list. So you changed a third of the list. Yes. We have to get. I said I wasn't going to pick a woman, but we have to. We have to get this person because (laughs) there are so few powerful enough remaining that I can think of. But one of them, and I'm going to be really pissed off if it is this person, because Uh because of somebody you didn't choose earlier. But I'm going to say I'm going to say Jean Grey. Jean Grey is on my list. I fucking hate this list. <laughs> so I'm sorry. She's Professor the, X is she's not on the, the list. Jean Grey is on the list. Well, Jean Grey utilizes magic, doesn't she? Well, she has. No, she has. She's a. She's a telepath. No, she doesn't. No, she's completely just telepathic. Well, she's got telekinesis. It's, tele- it's telepathy and telekinesis. I see. Well, she's still on the list. All right. <laughs> All right. She's worth I'll take six it. points. I'll take it. But uh, uh, I, I'm just really sad. I have never, I have never hated you more than this moment. <laughs> I'm Sean. just disappointed there. that Professor X didn't make it, and she did. That's make fair. It. Now, if it were, if it were specifically like Dark Phoenix, maybe. But uh, well, I mean that is, that is Jean Grey. That's true. Now there are three names left on the list. Two of them are DC characters, and we're up to Joe. All right, so I feel like Mike's taken. That was that was the other woman, so that's struck out. I'm gonna go back to magic. I'm gonna say DC's Captain Marvel, which you would know as Shazam. Shazam is in my ten spot. Oh God, we are now tied <laughs> nineteen to nineteen. After Joe gets a 10-pointer. All right, well, it should be sudden death at this point, then. Yeah, we've got two names left on the list. We'll just go back and forth until one of you gets one. Okay, then. And then I'll give the other person a chance to respond with one guess. So, Mike, we're up to you. We're tied 19-19. I'm going to say... Two two names remaining. There's one is DC, one is Marvel. So I'm going to say Infinity Gauntlet Thanos. Thanos. Not, Not on my list. Joe. You talked about Thor being powerful... But his father is stronger, so I'm uh, say yeah. Odin. Fuck. Yeah. I actually scratched Odin off the list and replaced him with Thor earlier. So he's <laughs> not on my he's list. On the list. That's amazing. So Odin not on the list. Mike, we're back to you. Uh, not my favorite series of comics, but I do know that he's very strong. I'm going to say Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer is in my nine spot. <laughs> yes. God damn it. So. That does mean that uh, even if Joe were to get the next one correct, he would be one point short of winning. Yeah, However, let's give him the shot. Let's see if Joe can get it. You get one guess. It's a DC character. It's a DC character? It's a DC villain. Oh. Um, okay. I have an idea. Okay, before <laughs> I answer... Did you come up with this, or was this on your list? This was on the Screen Rant list. Huh. And you have mentioned him on the podcast in previous episodes. At least one previous episode. Well, 
the DC villain I've mentioned most as being powerful is actually someone that has not defeated Superman. He keeps getting beat by him, but I can't think of any other villain that I've mentioned, so I'm going to say Darkseid. I'm so sorry. That's not it. The remaining name was Martian Manhunter. Not a villain. He's not a villain. He's not? No. He's part of the Justice League, good dumb bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, then I, I fucked up there. He was one of the founding seven members, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> That's my bad. <laughs> yeah, he's, well, uh... Mike wins anyway. <laughs> also, his telepathy doesn't affect Superman. That has been established multiple times. Well, Mike, Mike still would have won, because I didn't say he was a villain until after Mike had already gotten the most points possible. I, am, I don't care that Mike won. I'm more I know. angry I, that you're you more thought Martian Manhunter was a villain. I get it. I'm sorry. I, I learned my lesson. I'll, I'll read up on Martian Manhunter. It's kind of a, it's kind of no, a villainous name, but... It is. But it totally I, sounds like I a knew, villain. I did know that. Manhunter? I, I guessed on. in a previous <laughs> game on this podcast... For the Justice League and the Family Feud, Martian That's Man right. Hunter. That's right. I remember that. Come on. Alias Woman Raper is a good guy. <laughs> you dumb, <laughs> It's clearly ignorant, a good guy. Woman Raper. You dumb, ignorant shit. <laughs> yeah, Any hoozles, Mike wins the game. Congratulations, Mike. It was a very close one. It went uh, down to the wire. That was Impossible Subjective Superhero Ranker Trivia. You ever do that again, I'm going to slit your goddamn throat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she wasn't on the list. She was not. Even, even, even before I tinkered with it. Yeah, I just keep thinking about it. Uh, I mean, she's super powerful. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would have put her before people you did have on your list. And I don't even give a shit about Marvel. <laughs> Hold on a second. I just have to unfriend Sean on Facebook. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. I mean, he didn't... He did mislead you with the villain thing, but you lost anyway, so I... No, I, I, like I said, I don't care that I lost. You're I more never disappointed do. in me and my lack of knowledge I am of the Justice League. Disappointed in you. I actually think it made for a better game of subjective trivia because you had to think about what Sean would think instead. In my blind spots. Instead of the actual correct answers. Also, I'm sorry, but the Justice League, there there have been, what, two movies featuring members of them in the past five years, and Martian Manhunter has never even been mentioned by name? Knowing me, you should know at this point that I don't give a fuck about movies. Well, I'm just saying. You know that I do. Because half of what the Warner Brothers have put out is fucking garbage. That's true. I mean, pillage, that's a fact. Rape, pillage Rape Monster is clearly a good guy. <laughs> I see Pillage where you're Rape coming Monster. from. He's a member I, of the original Justice League. I didn't even know. I didn't even know Martian Manhunter was until maybe not even a year ago because it came up in the G chat. <laughs> yes, and I was like, "What the? Who the fuck is that?" And Joe had to explain it to me. So only because of Clearly that. Clearly a bad guy. <laughs> no, John Manhunter. John Jones is a good guy. Well, John Jones sounds like a good guy. He is the last green Martian. That's right. The white Martians are creepy, right? 
the white Martians are scary looking and evil. Yes, you and guys they are wiped, racist. They committed genocide against the green Martians. Yes, now it's it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> Listen, I'm gonna prepare. I'm gonna prepare like reading material for both of you. You're gonna have to do massive research. For what reason? For for a game? No, because you you don't want me to hurt you physically. <laughs> Dynamite Slash Babies is one of the original members of the Justice League. <laughs> He's a good guy. Joe, I take everything that you mention to heart, and I try to remember as much of it as I can. I'm going to remember I this. I appreciate that about you. <laughs> I'll remember Martian Manager now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Just just so disappointed in Sean. <laughs> but whether regardless of how I'm feeling, that is our episode. And with a score of two, I am this week's loser. <laughs> Fitting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I'm Joe Morical. Martian Manhunter was always trying to zap Daffy Duck, right? He's like, hmm, hey, hmm. And I'm Mike Pareto. That was Marvin the Martian. <laughs> I, I mean, I if I weren't if I weren't as drunk as I am, I would get in the car and start driving to Kentucky, <laughs> because you have a thrashing coming to you, sir. Freeze, duck. <laughs> I'm not gonna overlook that. That was actually a fairly good impression of Marvin the Martian. Uh, I'm Sean Keller. Uh, <laughs> bye. Have a good week, Sean sucks. Everything. <laughs> a Little Nonsense is copyright 2019 by its hosts. All ads are meant to be humorously fake. Any resemblance to a company, person, or other entity, real or imagined by someone else, is either entirely coincidental or purposeful parody. If you have a question, comment, or discussion topic, you can email us through the mailhole. That's mailhole at littlenonsense.com. You can find more episodes and anything else related to the show at littlenonsense.com. And now that the end of show business is concluded, I'll kindly ask, Sean, would you please take us out? A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. A little whimsy here or there is often very necessary. Mingle a little folly with your wisdom and you can be jolly. A little nonsense now and then is relished by the wisest men. stream is clear and true and and does not waver outside of the bowl cause if it does Maria will yell at you